G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. An interesting milestone about to be crossed, and that is that 2022 is the Diamond Jubilee of the evangelistic ministry of African Enterprise on the African continent. 60 years is significant. So an update today on the good work of African Enterprise. Ben Campbell leads the Australasian arm of the ministry African Enterprise. Ben's joining us. Hello, Ben. Welcome back to 2020. Lovely to speak to you again, Neil. Ben, 60 years. That's a significant milestone. Let me say congratulations. Uh, There's a worldwide uh, body of colleagues that you have that are going through celebrations this year. Uh, What's so significant in this 60 years? It is remarkable, Neil, to have a ministry going for 60 years. Michael Cassidy, our founder, kicked it off back in 1961-1962. Um, He had a real heart for Africa and and there was a moment where he drew a map on the beach of the seashore uh, in Liberia and he said, each one of these countries I want to claim for Jesus Christ. And he felt that rather than joining the Billy Graham crusade, he was was close uh, to that organisation, he'd been invited to join, but he felt that Africa was where he wanted to spend his time and he just pulled together a whole bunch of students uh, from the Fuller Seminary where he was studying and, and travelled to Africa and then went on to start the first evangelistic campaign in Peter Maritzburg in South Africa in 1962 with tremendous results and that's where it all started from and it's been going to this day. Ben, is it fair enough to say that back in the 1960s, as we're talking about uh, 60 years ago, uh, the sort of Christian activity, evangelistic activity in Africa was just nothing like it is today? Yeah, that's that's true, Neil. Uh, back, If you go back statistically to the 1900s, there was a very small percentage of Africa that would be considered Christian. Uh, and then in the 50s and 60s, it really started to take off. Uh, and, and Michael and, and Billy Graham and others were at the forefront of that revolution in, in evangelistic uh, exercise. And it actually was quite a challenge in South Africa because as many of your listeners will recall, we had the apartheid era. Um, and what made a huge difference at that time was that Michael Cassidy found a way to bridge the divide between the white and the black communities and bring them together when they'd previously had to be separated. Uh, and so it was quite, it was a challenge, it was difficult, uh, it was revolutionary, but it led to uh, you know a, a process of reconciliation that we're more familiar with today. And in all of that, the challenges of Africa with civil wars and widespread poverty, uh, uh, epidemics and pandemics, uh, those sorts of things have been challenging all through these 60 years too. And so African enterprise seen a lot of water under the bridge when it comes to hardships. So true, Neil. Uh, I think one of the, the milestones within the ministry 
was the 1994 election where we saw Mandela elected. Uh, and Michael Cassidy had a pretty big role in bringing the political parties, parties together. And that election without bloodshed seemed to be a miracle to this day. Uh, that was one of the challenges that, uh, that we overcame and through the process of peace and reconciliation, just still a hallmark of AE, uh, saw that through. Uh, but on, on the other hand, we also saw the aftermath of things like the genocide in Rwanda in the same year, uh, where over a, a million people were killed in a very short period of time. Uh, and we were there for the trauma healing uh, and processes that continue on to this day uh, in consultation and partnership with the Bible Society and other groups. Um, so, yeah, whether it be genocide or even civil war, and we're seeing a situation right now uh, in Ethiopia where the Tigrayan forces have been marching on the capital out of Abapar within Ethiopia, uh, and the government is like pushing them back. And if it's not that, that yes, it's a civil war that's been occurring in South Sudan, one of the newest countries in the world. Uh, such an unfortunate situation for a country that had so much hope. And there's drought, and there's floods, uh, there's famine, many, many challenges in Africa, but the gospel must move forward in each of those countries. Just to pause and reflect on that for a moment, Ben, because some will say with all of the hardship, and when you discuss issues around genocide and uh, uh, civil wars, uh, drought, floods, all of these things, some will say, doesn't that hinder the forward progression of the gospel message, the kingdom of God. But in all of that, the kingdom has continued to advance. We see when, when people are facing life or death situations, they have to turn somewhere. Um, and as we've heard, somewhere there's a fairly common saying that uh, there is no atheist in a foxhole. And I think that's where we, we're seeing that, you know, there there is a, when there's an existential um, you know, uh, a crisis in identity, a crisis in, um, you know, what's going to happen next? Am I going to survive? Then people are going to turn to those deeper spiritual meanings. Um, and so people are ready to hear the gospel. And if you can't do it through mass evangelistic activities, then you can do it through TV and radio. And Africa is pleasingly very open to hear the good news of Jesus Christ through mass media. Uh, not like we see so much here in Australia, or it's a bit, it's a bit restricted uh, on commercial TV into you know early early hours of the Sunday morning. But in Africa, we can really uh, we can really move forward um, in promoting the gospel through various mechanisms. I imagine that you can re- reflect on sixty years, but uh, those in the future might reflect back on COVID because that was one of the biggest challenges, wasn't it? Because uh, people were afraid to be with each other uh, so far as COVID goes. And uh, when you've had lockdowns and you've not been able to run the sort of crusade events that you've been able to do, that has been one of the big challenges, hasn't it? COVID is, is unfortunately just another um, awful situation and a long list of very awful challenges that, uh, that Africa's had to face. But interestingly, uh, the, some of the procedures that Africa has had in place, such as uh, temperature checks at airports and um, you know uh, vaccines, yellow certificates, and, uh, vaccines for for people, they've been very conscious of contagious diseases such as Ebola uh, and others. So I think in some ways Africa was quite alert to the presence of yes another um, a viral 
um, disease. Uh, and the other thing is that it's a little warmer and it's also a lot younger. And the average age in Africa is, is 18. So I think the combination of those factors uh, has seen Africa move through perhaps in a slightly better way than we have in the West. Well, at the same time, economically, it's been an absolute challenge. And some, some governments have been very restrictive um, and other governments have been in absolute denial. Uh, but as far as African enterprise is concerned, in, it has affected the way that we do our evangelism. It hasn't been the same way that we've been able to go into the marketplace, gather people around a movie or um, you know, do a massive street parade or anything of that nature. We've had to turn more to mass media to, to get our message out, such as TV, video, um, radio. And this ability to pivot over six decades, uh, that's been one of those things that has been one of the strengths of African enterprise. Uh, let me ask you, because the, the mandate uh, for African enterprise is evangelising the cities of Africa through word and deed in partnership with the church. And I imagine you can reflect on 60 years of hard work, but there must be uh, the next decade in everyone's vision right now. Any thoughts for how your colleagues around the world are approaching what you might do in the next decade? Yeah, absolutely, Neil. I think it's, you know, it's such a, it's a wonderful achievement through many, many challenges in Africa uh, and our human, own human frailties. Um, yet, if we just keep the mission of God uppermost, uh, the, the Great Commission, that's eternal. Yeah, six years is a drop in the ocean in the scheme of things in terms of what Jesus has, has uh, prepared for us to do. So uh, over the next 60 years, I think it's maintaining that same vision of moving out to even more cities and countries within Africa. And that's really made possible by support from here in Australia and New Zealand and um, Hong Kong and around uh, the world um, to, to give people who are a lot of people who are living in the poverty line uh, an opportunity to, to get a hand up, uh, to sponsor the church, to sponsor evangelism, uh, to go out in those cities and make people aware um, that, that there is a process of reaching out, of evangelism. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that's, you know, moving into those different cities, that's a, a big part of it. Um, and the deed component is such a huge part of it as well. And if we look at, say, Togo, where we're reaching out to, or South Sudan, Togo is one of the poorest countries in the world. So moving into vocational training, giving people the skills to be able to go out to the marketplace and doing that from a Christian base through the love of Christ um, and doing that in other countries is so important. Or in the case of South Sudan, which is just recovering from its civil war, so trauma healing and um, providing uh, leadership and, and discipleship training, uh, that's important in terms of how the government moves forward. And then we have many other countries to move to as well, including up in the north, uh, where in, in some of those areas that are hostile to Christianity, we will find a way to show the love of Christ um, amongst people who are who are forced to adopt another religion. Well, Ben, over 60 years, no doubt there's been some wonderfully faithful partners who have been able to walk alongside you, whether it's prayer support or financial support. Uh, no doubt a few more friends would be necessary facing the next decade ahead. Uh, what are your thoughts for the needs of African enterprise right now? 
Well, it's a standard, but no less important thing. And firstly, is to pray and that we would be obedient to Christ uh, and fulfilling the Great Commission and to go forward boldly uh, and to, to preach the gospel and to equip evangelists in word uh, and also in financial support to go out and do what they're so passionate about. So prayer is a big thing. It's, not, it's, a, it's a very challenging area to be in, uh, and I've felt very strongly that, uh, that the prayers of people who have surrounded me when I've been in difficult parts of Africa certainly sent me through. Uh, and there's a cost um, to, to go out on mission, and it's a lot cheaper than you would find here in Australia. But nonetheless, um, there are pastors and there are, um, there are evangelists who need some support, and it is cheap but it is necessary. And because they're not able to raise those funds locally, anywhere near what we can do here, um, that, is, that is a crucial element of going out on the, on the Great Commission. And for everyone who has supported us, continues to support us, or will support us in the future, we want to say thank you. And we want to say it's pretty easy to do, just to jump onto the African Enterprise website uh, and then follow the, you know, the mission or development uh, leads on the website and, and help us to continue the commission in Africa. Well, africanenterprise.com.au, a 60-year history and all sorts of good plans for the gospel going forward over the next decade. And a few more friends from Australia would not go astray. And Ben, just to pick up on one big change that's happening, uh, you're moving on to a new position very, very soon. Uh, is there going to be a, a void there? Is there a position that's going uh, insofar as uh, replacing you, which will be very hard to do, filling your shoes? But uh, what are your plans, and is there uh, is there an opportunity there for someone who might be wanting to serve? Absolutely, there, there's a plan. Uh, thank you, Neil, for mentioning it. We would ask people who have a heart permission. Um, who have the, the necessary skills to be able to run an organisation like ours, a parachurch ministry, to give some consideration as to whether God would be calling them in, into this role. Uh, and so, yes, in, in April I start a new role uh, in the city of, of Sydney, uh, but I'll be maintaining my connections with African Enterprise, um, the relationships I have with the teams and the relationships I have with supporters who are so dear to me and the organisation. So, yeah, um, if that is something that is of interest to you, please do look at uh, opportunities to apply. We are looking at this stage at having an interim person come on board and I've identified a really fantastic uh, candidate who'd be prepared to see us uh, moving forward, which I, I can't name yet until it's all confirmed. Um, and so we would certainly value your prayers for uh, my success in moving forward. Well, certainly all the best and God's richest blessing on you as you move on to a different position. But uh, great getting your insights once again today. Ben Campbell, who leads the Australasian arm of the ministry African Enterprise. And uh, for those who want to get alongside African Enterprise or get alongside the people of Africa as they receive the gospel, africanenterprise.com.au. That's African Enterprise. Dot com dot au. Ben, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. God bless you all. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.